Hey everybody, welcome back to another brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown. Today is September 16th. Sorry I haven't been on. I don't like saying that on every episode because I listen to a lot of podcasts and I hear that a lot where they're like, hey, sorry I've been gone. Um, I'm going to try not to make a habit of being very apologetic. I just, you know, happy's in the title and I've just been struggling with a lot lately. And last week for my fitness business was not a good week because um, I think staying the week I stayed up until last Tuesday, not this week. I stayed with my grandmother on and off, alternating shifts with my sister, and God bless my sister, she's still taking shifts while my grandmother's in an inpatient facility to um, kind of rehabilitate physically. Uh, It's out of town. It's actually like the next town over. Anyway, I think that the reason I'm saying this is... I ended up canceling. I had 13 classes. It was my first full week back to work. I was supposed to have 13 classes. I ended up canceling three and forgetting about two. Now, let me also say, definitely family first. However, now I'm backing myself into a corner where I'm going to end up not being able to communicate with my family because power, phone, house payment things are very expensive and this devastated my budget uh especially the on top of all that the farmer's market thing got interrupted by interrupted by my family i went back for another go at the farmer's market didn't sell a darn thing so i'm just i feel like financially i'm gonna have to close my business at the end of the year Now, this doesn't mean I'm going to quit teaching, so don't panic. (laughs) I'm not quitting teaching. I'm just making things too challenging by having a business. Having a business by yourself, it's very stressful, even if it is a business centered around something for, exclusively for relaxation. And my heart goes out to, like, anybody who does that kind of thing. You know, like, think about how doctors... Um, often look after their patients before themselves sometimes. Um, It's just been really challenging. I know that um, things are going to work out for the best. So I just wanted to kind of come on here and say, hey, I haven't forgot about you guys, my listeners, guys and gals um, out there. It's just been very challenging to um, actually get my days and nights mixed up so much from lack of sleep, combination of uh, just stress from family and worrying about my 101 year old grandmother when there's really not much that I can actually do because I learned while I'm with her I have no authority she doesn't listen to anything I say anyway uh, she does seem to listen a little more like if my sister wants her to eat or something she listens a little more Um, I mean she doesn't even know who I who I am even when I tell her, um, and then it's, you just have to be prepared to say it all over again. It's really been hard. Anyway, um, I've taken a big, huge step back from that. Um, not because I wanted to, but like I said, if I end up not working, my work schedule is kind of crazy. If I end up keeping on missing classes and canceling classes, I can see me getting 
like fired because it's a very competitive market and it's not it's not like I don't want to put my family first it's just that I've kind of made the mistake of not saving over the years actually that's not true I do have a savings but the government says I'm not old enough so here I am in this age the seniors look at the seniors that I work with, the senior citizen ladies look at me like I'm very young. I'm like so young in their eyes. But of course, when I'm at the college, I overhear people talking about other people just in the coffee shop area. And the word 30 comes out like it's gross. Oh, that's like, sounds like rotten beans. Oh, she's 30. And they weren't, I don't even know who they were talking about. But it got a little chuckle out of me because, like, next year I'll be 47. And uh, my coworkers are all, like, in the coffee area. Like, ooh, somebody's 30. Gross, you know. <laughs> but I'm not old enough to get retirement. I'm not old enough to have a discounted cup of coffee. That's full price. Um, apparently, I'm of just the right age for... Um, I don't know. What am I the right age for? I wanted to really finish that sentence, but I guess I'm just of the right age for teaching yoga. <laughs> That's what I do. I teach yoga. I've been coaching spinning. Actually, spinning is going great. That rock star instructor certification, which I'm still paying on. By the way, I'm still paying on that rock star instructor certification. Um, I am holding on to the knowledge that I gained from that and you know it really does reward me to undergo these trainings as much as I kind of look at it like oh this is so expensive well it's expensive for a reason because once I step up to the plate I have to make sure it's not about me no matter what I'm going through so in a way even if I had gone to the two classes which I completely forgot about long story short just completely forgot about two classes I probably wasn't in the right state of mind to be a teacher anyway it's really sad that I was under so much stress and upset that I forgot about them and I if you're listening and you come to my classes and you're like Julie what the hell I know there was only like that's involving like eight people um all I can say is I'm sorry and I will do my very best ever since this happened I have been sitting down and writing out my schedule over and over again and trying to figure out a way that this will never ever happen again um if i put all these things in my phone it could just take my whole day to put because i've got the strong one training coming up after writing down everything else i do yogijules.com which is me one woman i'm actually affiliated with i think it's seven businesses so i'm gonna run them down I am an affiliate. If you've ever been to my website, you'll see those affiliate links for my vinyasa practice. My vinyasa, my vinyasa practice is an online yoga teacher training school, which basically they lead people into being a yoga teacher. And they're great. They're accredited. They're actually Yoga Alliance uh, certified. I was surprised at the prices. Um, they're very affordable and they're super authentic and not only that my vinyasa practice gives you support like after you finish they don't just say okay you've graduated and just drops you off the face of the earth like most brands do by the way 
Uh, you have to keep paying in some form. Uh, you're on their newsletter. You're open to their office hours for some lead trainer support anytime you need it because they really want you to feel supported throughout your journey, not just up until the point where you stop paying for that one certification. But their benefit also is they can give you those required um, continuing education credits with their workshops and things that they do. And they have retreats. They have book clubs. It's, a, it's really a real community, a real community that is trying to help people improve and uplift their consciousness. Okay, so that's the first one, the big one, because I'm an affiliate and I'm also a volunteer practice guide. You're like, what is that? Well, you may have missed the episode. I am a volunteer practice guide, which basically just means that if someone in my location around me is studying with the school, they can meet with me at the community center. And if they have questions about their journey, or if they just need someone to practice teaching with, uh, then I'm the yoga student and I help them kind of navigate through what they're doing. Okay, so that's the first one I'm affiliated with. Um, of course, there's the two rec centers, Bam Bam, two and three. I work for two cities and their rec centers, the parks and rec facilities, teaching their fitness classes. Um, of course, there's the college, JSU UREC. I work for centers. Um, I'm also affiliated with Blackberry Hills Alpaca Farm. I'm not only teaching yoga events there and dance events there. This weekend, I'll be working in their gift shop. So come on by the gift shop, Blackberry Hills Alpaca. It's going to be an interesting kind of day. Just sort of enjoy the sunshine. And I've always said this. I've always said that I would love to spend a day working on a farm. Now, that's not exactly what I had in mind, like a gift shop. But hey, I've said it. I'm going to do it. It's still a farm. <laughs> I'm not exactly going to be baling hay and like shoveling up dirt and animal mess. It's going to be better. I'm just like sitting in the gift shop. Um, if somebody comes by for a tour, there's actually someone else on the farm that so I won't even be doing the tours of the alpacas I'm literally just sitting in the gift shop all day this Saturday I'm also affiliated with hooligan Harley-Davidson in Oxford now you're like probably wondering why and how well the woman who organizes the dance of I mean the tea of uh, all the events there the concerts is allowing me to have dance events there because she came to my dance event somewhere else and since she organizes all the concerts, all their motorcycle events, she's allowed me to incorporate dance events into a huge space they have upstairs that they're not using for anything except for like, there's a few shelves of motorcycle parts, storage, um, big dance floor. There's a cardboard cutout of like a face and I always think there's a guy around the corner like looking at me. So I'll be belly dancing and I look around the corner and there's like, this really weird face in the corner. I mean, there's two cutouts, but one of them kind of looks real. Um, kind of creepy uh, to have that around the corner. But still, I'm super grateful for the space. And they give out coupons to dancers and special prices on things. It's just a great, it's a great space for belly dance all around. So I'm definitely not complaining by mentioning the cardboard cutout. I share that because, well, I think it's funny. And I hope that you find that funny as well. Um, yeah, also, um, I'm just 
I'm working with as many facilities as I can. Another place that I've been working with is the Moon, the Moon in Jacksonville. They're on the square. She buys and sells my art, including paintings, beadwork, and other things. Uh, once it was some wind chimes made of seashells. She's just all around good for selling art. Also, I'm affiliated with um, Broomstick Bodega. I think they're on a hiatus. They have bought some of my art and they are cool with selling my spiders as well. And there's a, oh, the Berman Museum. I was like, well, there's another business. It's the Berman Museum or um, Explore Aniston Museums and Gardens. I think they've changed their name to Incorporate. So we have some museums here. One is the Aniston Museum of Natural History and one is the Berman Museum. And right next to that, where it used to be a community center, is now a botanical garden. And it's a space for events, like a venue space. So instead of having all three pages to run, they've incorporated all their pages into one. And it's something like Explore Aniston Museums and Gardens. So they've made it one big business. It's still the same stuff. I guess it's just easier to maintain and manage when you have one page for all three all three businesses that are on the same street. And what they're doing with me is they're going to, in the future, have some yoga events with me teaching. For now, it's going to be a braiding class. I'm going to teach a braiding class. Uh, more on that later. Basically, what I'm saying is I've named off all these places that I'm affiliated with. Um, this involves meetings, sometimes reschedules, and um, the Strong One competition coming up at Jacksonville State. I'm going to need to attend two meetings to work that Saturday. It's just <clears throat> when I call my mom and she's all she wants to do is tell me how busy either she is or she has to tell me how busy someone else in my family is. Like that's my entire phone conversation. Hang on, let me get a sip of water. We're 14 minutes in. We're like 14 minutes into this podcast and I feel like I've gotten nowhere. It's like I'm running in place, just like with my business. Um, basically, I've been, I feel like for a while I got pull, <clears throat> pulled away. Excuse me there for that brief interruption. <clears throat> I believe my sinuses are punishing me for that pizza. <laughs> Anytime I have cheese... <laughs> My, um, my sinuses act up a little bit. Anyway, uh, I feel like everything and everyone is like pulling me in different directions and I'm allowing it to happen, right? Um, I do love my grandmother. I've also been in situations where some of my very best friends were like out of town at a hospital and I didn't have the gas money to go like see them. Um, I'm just gonna have to let my sister take up the reins on this one because I don't feel like that I've still got the capacity, sadly, to afford to drive and stay. And, like, when I sleep in a place which is not my bed, and this is another reason I hardly vacation, um, my back has a little bit of issues. I don't talk about that much. I don't, it's not really a great way to get a job when you're looking for a job either to be like, oh, yeah, every once in a while my back, you know, they're not going to hire me if I. If I focus on that or talk about that. Um, and I, I try not to talk about it on my podcast too much. Because 
here I am telling you guys, like, yoga's great. Well, yoga's kind of the only reason that I'm functioning in the way that I do because it helps with my mobility. When I practice my yoga, the synovial fluid gets the joints all mobile. Just, just now I'm thinking about how I feel after a good yoga practice. Like, I need that. I need that. And all it takes is, like, one night of sleeping in a recliner or something unplanned. Like, not knowing you're going to sleep in a hospital recliner. <laughs> and just being really uncomfortable. Um, and, I, and I know a lot of people go through more. And my grandmother's going through more pain than that. Um, I just don't... I don't feel like I'm a great caretaker. And... Yeah, I just, I've got two months of phone bill, and I don't, like, I don't know, how am I gonna, I can't just keep canceling all my classes, you know what I mean? So there's the, the guilt, and the reason I haven't been here, <laughs> and, um, just trying to maintain, and then, like, you know, do the normal day-to-day -day stuff, and just trying to make a little moment here and there where I can just enjoy my life, enjoy my day, um, but then every time I do something where I enjoy it, there's like that little bit of guilt, and I've actually had a yoga student approach me about guilt before, and I'm like, well, we can't live in guilt, um, I know I could do better with some things, like, as in, if I had saved, if I had been saving, um, I would have a lot more money to, like, you know, to fall back on, to be able to cancel my classes. Um, I actually am thinking about closing my retirement, even though it would hit me hard later to, can't, to like, close that retirement and not draw interest for the next, like, 20 years. But I'm almost to the point of, like, why should I even be financially punished if I lost my full-time job due to COVID? They should allow me to withdraw my my IRA shouldn't be, like, penalized. It shouldn't be a penalty. I shouldn't be... Is it penalized? Penalized? <laughs> penalized. I, it should be my money. Like, that should be after everything else and all the, the stimulus things, which don't even get me started behind... I'm no mathematician. We could have all had enough money to leave the country had that not been, like, a buddy system thing. If it had been distributed evenly amongst all taxpayers, and no, I don't want communism... But if you're going to give out money back to taxpayers, if that had been evenly distributed, just so y'all know, we would have had enough money to just leave the country. And that's probably why they didn't do it, because we could have just moved away from the USA. Um, not to sound like a bitch and not to sound like I'm not patriotic. Okay, my dad was in the Navy. I'm just, this is just my wrap up of how I feel about the, the stimulus checks. It was a buddy system. They made it look like they were being generous when actually it was just their buddy system. And, um, yeah, I also think that businesses got more money for laying people off. And maybe that's part of the reason why I actually, I mean, I know that orchestras closed. But, you know, were they actually having enough to fall back on but laying people off because there was more to gain financially? I'm sure. I'm sure that was part of it, like a little political uh, benefit, you know, like, oh, I have this cushion money, but I could have more cushion money if I just lay off people and they don't have a job and that's okay. 
Um, so just to let y'all know, what have I done this morning? I had bought that air conditioner. I complained about having to buy that. Sorry about complaining. Um, when I bought it, I got it on a clearance sale because it didn't have the um, window outlet, the little kit where you put the air conditioner out the window. Now, I already had a homemade one for my last air conditioner, which I created <clears throat> with a jigsaw and a broken computer panel, like the metal part of a computer, uh, like the upright part. I had cut a computer panel with a jigsaw and made my own. So when I saw this air conditioner on clearance and being as I am working eight hours a week or less, I bought the air conditioner on credit and then I cut, instead of cutting another one, I just attached, this is so funny, I attached two hoses together. I called it Franken-hose because, like, it didn't come with a window kit, but I already had a freaking air conditioner in here that wasn't working. So I took the one that wasn't working, used the hose that I had attached to the window, put the new one, and now I've got two, like, giant hoses. It looks like an elephant trunk. And I have taped it together with, like, metal, like, 3M tape. <laughs> that did not work, by the way. It worked, but it, it worked, but it didn't work, like, great. So today, I attached a coupling, which I ordered a coupling to cut those two hoses. And I had to use pliers and a box cutter. And um, basically, I had to make my air conditioner more efficient. I had to drain it. Uh, started some laundry. So even on the days when I'm not teaching, there is like definitely things going on at Casa Brown. Uh, in a little bit, I'm about to go, I'm about to go to the alpaca farm and I'll be trained on how to run the cash register there. If she would pay me to run her gift shop like all the time, I would be super happy because as I've said many times, I want to continue to pursue my dream and not worry about finances. It's really challenging. The thing is, um, you know, money's not everything, but it certainly puts, like, bread on the table and keeps your phone turned on. All I needed was just a little bit more, like, a little more work. And now I definitely regret that I quit working for, I don't know, I kind of do regret I quit working for the lady I was cleaning house for, but I couldn't have kept the time on Tuesdays. Um, I taught yoga yesterday actually yesterday was Tuesday and I had 11 students come in so that was good that was great um, once again when I say I'm closing my business that simply means like I'm just gonna make everything easier on myself and I am putting up some barriers like I'm putting up a few walls uh, I've probably unfollowed 2,000 Instagram accounts that I was like well look at how dreamy it is for yoga teachers everywhere all over the world I built up a story with Instagram of course they're only posting the pretty stuff like you know they've got these retreats they seem to have no problem booking clients they seem to have no problem having booked out retreats um, I've fallen into some kind of a imagination trap is what I've done I do this all the time where I use my imagination and think of something like oh this could be wonderful or that could be wonderful and I just have to kind of ground myself back down and like I said I just went ahead and unfollowed that took a long time I unfollowed about 2,000 Instagram accounts um just 
things, you know, like some of them were just, you know, when I was new to Instagram, I was trying to build up my following, um, followed some pages that were yoga. And obviously I did make some connections as far as finding good teachers online that just give out tutorials for free. But I've just, I've changed so much, like it just since the past few years, um, I have, I've changed so much and even to come back and sometimes my mind goes back to things I've done, I don't want to think about, like something will, something will come up and this happens to all of us, something will come up that's like, I don't want to think about that, <laughs> um, I just sort of try to cover it. First, I try to rationalize, like, why why did you go there? Like, why did my memory, why did it trace back to that? What triggered that? And usually I can't make any sense of it. Um, so then I don't worry about it. And I tell myself, like, well, that was forever ago. Like, it's time to move on from that memory. Uh, maybe it's just because it's so many. And I thought about putting pen to paper to get it out of my system, but then I'm like, that's so heavy. Do I even want it out there in the world? Uh, I've written some things about these things and set the paper on fire. Now that feels pretty good. Uh, if you want, this is something I learned from my 200 hour teacher, Shelly. If you want to like, let something go, you write it down on a piece of paper, you like sort of have it out and then you burn it and you send it off into the universe. <laughs> that's a great exercise too. Um, the other thing is I've been questioning my spiritual faith and I've spent some time in prayer contemplation. Um, I thought that my spiritual faith was super strong until I spent a lot of time with my grandmother and the minister sang to her Sunday before last, I guess it was, I just sat there and cried, um, because it's different to hear these songs in that situation and scenario. So I've just had a lot to think about. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to end on is I've had a lot to think about and I feel super bad for not being able to have a huge savings account to fall back on so that I could just easily say, okay, now I'm not going to work at all. Um, and just do what I have to do to help my sister. But that's just not the way the picture was painted for me this week. Um, Hopefully, when she gets out, she'll be in a place closer where I can see her. Um, and I don't know. Like, I don't even know what to say anymore. Nothing feels... Nothing feels the same after all the things that happen with my grandmother having the surgery on her arm. Um, it's, it's not like I'm gauging things, but, like, I'm definitely taking a bigger step back and looking at things. And that's probably why that I forgot about classes. It's not like I wanted to forget about the folks that were waiting on me. Um, it just happened, right? Like I just had a lot and I was stressed out and I wasn't dealing with it in the right ways. And yeah, I mean, when they called me about the Friday morning class, I was actually in the hot tub. My brain literally had checked out of that class for some reason. I don't know if it's because my muscles were hurting or, like, I can't make sense of it. <laughs> like, I talk about when my mind comes up with an old memory that I don't want. I'm like, 
It's that negativity bias, which there's a whole episode on that, by the way. I need to find um, like a brain scientist who wants to come on and help me understand like the negativity bias. Why do we do that? Why the um, sympathetic versus the parasympathetic nervous system? Why is it such a mysterious thing for us? You know, like trying to understand it and keep it keeping the um, kind of toning your vagal nerve with breathing exercises does help but just for some folks it would almost seem as if they struggle so much with you know controlling their sympathetic nervous system and such it's interesting and it's also I don't know it's kind of sad at the same time <sighs> so anyway that is my happy hamstrings catch up it's not the happiest episode okay like, sorry to put that out there. It's not the happiest episode ever. But we're back to um, we're back to work tomorrow teaching yoga. I've got one class at 6 a.m. I've got a TRX class at 11.15. This is third weekend. No one's come yet. Weird. Um, it is a lunchtime class, so I guess not all that weird. And, um, yeah, I've got an almost booked out spin, class, spin class happening Friday morning. Um hopefully hopefully those folks show up for the ride and i'm looking forward to dropping some of this extra weight that i've gotten from stress eating as well because um spinning will just melt it right off of me all i have to do is practice and ride and the more i ride the more my cardiovascular system starts to get back in shape um haven't had any struggles with teaching it's just um it's not even the getting up early. It's just everything else that surrounds me right now. I feel like everything could be in turmoil. I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> I hope that your world is going just fine. Um, thanks for listening to this very long rant. This was not really um, much of an episode to catch you up. This is more of a calling myself out episode because I forgot about a couple of classes and that hasn't happened for a very long time. Um, just so worried about everything going on with my family. Um, hopefully you're doing your workout today or finding whatever you need to do and kind of create the recipe for your wellness today. May you be happy, healed, and free. And if you enjoy my podcast, share it out. Share it. We'll be back tomorrow and we'll be happy, right? Namaste. Namaste.